Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. This is the longest, shortest time from WNYC. What else? It's a podcast. There's this Tumblr that started recently making fun of stock photos of family life. Maybe you've seen it. The site is called It's Like They Know Us. The pictures show a lot of moms and babies dressed in all white and sitting on white couches and lying in white bedding. There's lots of people eating salad. And the pictures all have these snarky captions written underneath. I really like the stay here with your salad one. This is Sarah Given, the mom who created It's Like They Know Us. The little boy is staring off at nothingness, and there's a salad sitting in front of him. And so the caption is, don't go toward the light, Johnny. Stay here with your salad. Sarah's a middle school orchestra teacher. A couple months ago, she started this blog and, and kind of overnight got famous from it. Sarah's got a little girl, a 15-month-old named Nora. Every night after Sarah puts Nora to bed, she goes to her computer and works on this blog. She sits there and, and combs the internet for ridiculous stock photos, and then she writes captions for them. And she also gets pictures submitted to her from her audience. Um, she picks her favorites and posts them on the Tumblr. Or sometimes people will um, chime in and write alternate captions to the pictures that already exist on the blog. It's like they know us has been making the rounds. Um, pretty much every big parenting blog you can think of has featured it. Sarah has even been on TV. First, she was on Sunrise Australia, which is basically the Today Show of Australia. It can be a messy business raising children, but first-time mum Sarah Given says photos used to sell products online often tell a different story. Uh, ever see an ad and you look at a picture in these ads and you think, wow, it looks like it's so much fun to do laundry. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, Sarah Given is a busy working mom who started to notice... Sarah was also on the actual Today Show with Matt Lauer. And she was struck by the fairy tale way that everyday family life is being portrayed. So as a response, Sarah launched a Tumblr blog called It's Like They Know Us, poking a little fun at the trend. Hey, Sarah, good morning. Nice Hi. to see you. Good morning. Thank you. Uh, Ohio University grad, first of all. Oh, yeah. a very sarcastic sense of humor. Right. Yeah. When did, why did you decide or when did you first do this? Oh, um, it came out of a Facebook group for it's called The Longest Shortest Time. The Longest Shortest Time. That is us. We got called out on the Today Show. I have to say, I felt very special that you gave me a shout out. Oh, yeah, of course. That is what started this thing. You know, that's yeah. uh, that's where it was born. Today on our show, you'll get a behind the scenes look at how It's Like They Know Us was born with us, with us. And you'll hear from Sarah Given about what the project means to her. This is The Longest Shortest Time. I'm Hillary Frank. So um, I want to tell you some more about our Facebook groups for parents. There's one for moms called Longest Shortest Time Mamas, one for dads called Longest Shortest Time Papas. Between the two of them, there's um, almost 5,000 members, but um, the Mamas has way, way, way more people in it. 
So I, I think of these groups as kind of an extension of our podcast. You know, people um, who listen to this show tell me that it feels like their best friends talking in their ears. And, and I wanted our groups to feel that way too. You know, I wanted a place where you could talk about anything having to do with parenting, like in all of its complexity and feel safe, you know, and not feel like um, people are going to attack you, which happens all too often in parenting forums, especially online. And, and the groups have been going remarkably well, like, like the tone thing has, has been working. I love these groups. My favorite threads um, are about the funny, absurd stuff that, that happens in parenthood that, you know, that, that we can all relate to, the, the like weird stuff. Um, you know, like there was this one thread about the most ridiculous thing you've done due to sleep deprivation. Or um, there was this other one about uh, people were complaining about their partners taking luxurious poops to get out of baby duties. So those are the kinds of threads that catch my eye. So um, big props to Danielle Robinson, who started this one amazing thread. Um, th this thread that I'm talking about started the entire stock photo world that Sarah has built. So here's what Danielle did. Um, she posted a picture, a stock photo of a young woman at, at a table in a restaurant. So I'm looking at this photo right now. I'm going to describe it to you. She's sitting at a table in a restaurant. It's all very well lit. She's um, sitting right by these, these big glass pane windows. She's drinking water with one hand, eating a bowl of cereal with the other, and she is hands-free pumping. Her shirt is wide open. She, she's wearing a black exercise bra type thing um, with these milk bottles actually collecting milk, you know, like attached to her breasts through holes in the bra. Her stomach is perfectly flat. Actually, she's got kind of like a little bit of a six pack. She looks like she's spent a decent amount of time that morning on her hair and makeup, you know, so so just like it is for you, right? So Danielle posted this picture and she asked the other moms to join in and, and to post more pictures of unrealistic stock photos of motherhood. Sarah Given saw the post and thought, that sounds like fun. So I found a couple and started captioning them and I was sitting there and giggling um, on my phone and trying, you know, coming up with stuff. The first picture Sarah posted is of a mom and baby breastfeeding. Both are dressed in white. The caption is, Wee, look at my clean white shirt. This doesn't hurt at all. Her next one, um, another all-white room, uh, is a dad trying to assemble a crib and a pregnant mom sitting next to him reading instructions. That one says, Thank you for your suggestions on how to put the crib together. I value your opinion. This is going smoothly. One of my favorites is just, it's so simple. It's just a couple sleeping in their all-white bed with their sleeping infant in between them. And it says, we are all asleep. But it wasn't just Sarah doing this. Um, other people took her lead and started posting their own stock photos that they'd found with their own captions. And it kind of felt like this, this big party where people were like just making each other laugh harder and harder. Like some of the comments even just said, ha, 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 ha. There was a woman posting from a NICU saying that this was keeping her spirits up. And I was watching this and just like picturing all of these women sitting on their beds with their laptops or their phones, like literally laughing out loud and, and, and trying to one up each other with funnier and funnier captions. And so someone had suggested, you know, this would be a great Tumblr. And I said, OK, I'll, I'll do that. And it, it was funny because at the time I knew nothing really about Tumblr. But I figured, you know, I'll figure it out. So I did. And the night that I made it, 
my husband, uh, he's a band director. And so he works late a lot during football season. So football games and competitions and things. So he was off, I think, at a competition. And he's like my, a high school band director. Yeah, he's a high school band director. And so my my daughter was asleep, but teething. And so she would get up maybe every half hour or so. So I would, you know, go up and and calm her down and then come back and work on the blog a little bit more. And then, you know, she'd cry again and I'd go up. And so anyway, she cried. I ended up in the crib with her um, (laughs) (laughs) because that is the thing that worked at the moment. And so I was just laying there thinking about that and waiting for her to fall asleep. And she was kicking me in the head at the time. And that's when I thought of the title and the tagline, um, it's like they know us. And then the tag is sit back on your pristine white couch and enjoy these realistic depictions of motherhood. And I put it up and I, I told the Facebook group, it's up now, you know, and it was all the pictures they had put up and that I had put up and all everything from this original thread. And then it just must have been the two days later. So I was at work and I came out and I just checked on my phone just for the heck of it. And it had gained like 5,000 followers in a day. And I almost fell over because it occurred to me that there were more people than just us looking at this. Like this had turned into something else. Sarah's blog went viral pretty immediately. And the people following the thread were so excited. You know, there was one person who said they saw their husband sitting at his computer, like laughing his head off at something. And it turned out it was, it's like they know us. Um, Someone said that their mother-in-law saw it and thought it was hilarious. It was getting around and everyone was celebrating like, oh my God, this thing that just started in our little place is, is everywhere right now. So, you know, like Sarah said, a couple days after she started the blog, she had 5,000 followers. Now she has over 35,000. And the thing is, she's totally brand new to making media. So when she saw those blog numbers shooting up, she was like, okay, uh, now what? Remember, Sarah is a middle school orchestra teacher. So she thought maybe she should turn to her students. You know, she figured they were tapped into social media. And so I mentioned it to one and his first comment was, oh, Mrs. Given, you're in it now. What are you going to do? Do you have a content strategy? And I was like, a what now? <laughs> um, and and so, you know, I have these 12-year-olds standing around telling me, like, you don't know, this is serious. Like, you need to, like, go home and study and figure out what you're doing. And, you know, so they're they're like my counsel of, of 12-year-olds that advise me now on um, on what I should be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think it's like, you know, people don't imagine usually that um, – like the thing that's gonna be like your project comes you know during like some of the hardest years of having a a kid like the first couple of years um it's often a time that people struggle with figuring out who they are and how they're gonna find like work-life balance um and it's just it's really interesting to me that uh I don't know. Were were you feeling like you were trying to figure out who you were? or Did you feel pretty settled with like your career and everything? As far as my career went, I felt settled. I've, you know, I'm very happy doing what I'm doing. And I don't, you know, I don't question that. The thing that this has done for me, it gave me a comedic outlet, which, you know, I had that in high school, you know, I did 
I did theater and I did speech team and all the all the things where you talk. And um, and then in college, I was in the comedy troupe and that was great. And so I felt like I kind of had all the things that I loved. I had music and I had playing violin and and then I had comedy as well. And so this was kind of the first time in my life where I wasn't sure, you know, I hadn't I hadn't found something else yet. You know, like and and I didn't feel motivated to go like be in an improv troupe or, or you know, go do something extra because I didn't feel like I had time. Um, and and I have fun at school and, you know, my sense of humor is just perfect for middle schoolers and they think I'm funny and I think they're funny. And so it works out pretty well. But this has let me work through all of the the parenting stuff. You know, I have somewhere to vent that now. And, and to cope with it and also to, to be funny and to, to do something funny again. And, um, you know, for the most part, I can kind of do it on my schedule. So that is, I mean, it's really cool. It's been a great thing for me. We're going to take a little break. When we come back, find out what magazine photos of Sarah's real life would look like. Don't go away. Hey, everybody, if you like our show and you're near a computer, I'm going to ask you to do one simple thing. Just one thing. Go to iTunes, find our show, The Longest Shortest Time, and write us a review. These reviews do more than make us feel good. They help our rankings in iTunes, which helps us get more resources for our show. So even if you don't usually use iTunes, please do this for us to help our show stay strong. Actually, I'm going to ask you to do one more thing while you're there in iTunes. Subscribe to the show. It's just a simple click of a button. Thanks. With chocolate treats mixed into dark chocolate ice cream, the Tillamook Chocolate Collection is a chocolate game changer because the thing that pairs best with chocolate is more chocolate. Tillamook Chocolate Collection Ice Cream. Extraordinary Dairy. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispie, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. We're back with Sarah Given, creator of the popular blog "It's Like They Know Us," and so you called your you you called your Tumblr "It's Like They Know Us." Who's the they? It's anyone that is not at that moment holding a screaming, pooping baby <laughs> that 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 then is that is de- then is depicting parenthood or talking about being a mom or you know yeah it's anybody that's that's talking to mothers about motherhood that's not really doing it themselves. Right. So um, if they really did know you, what would they see? Oh, boy. Uh, Are we talking around my home? Yes. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. So this is kind of funny. The original plan for the Today Show was they wanted to send a camera out to my house. 
and they wanted to film me and, and Nora and my husband, and they wanted to get us in my house because, you know, the whole point is realistic, right? Mm -hmm. And so when they told me that, I kind of freaked out because right now we don't have a couch in our living room because the cat ruined it. And, um, <laughs> like, I'll just be honest, he peed on it so many times that we couldn't, like, we just couldn't anymore. Um, so after the baby came, he flipped out and his anxiety took the form of urinating on everything in our home. So the couch is gone. There's just like a giant space where it used to be. But I would like everyone to know that previous to the couch being gone, it was brown and, um, not white. Also, um, everything is a drying rack for clothing. So, you know, furniture, chairs, any flat surface that, you know, you could lay clothes out to dry. That's pretty much everything's covered in clothes. Um, and uh, do you breastfeed? I did. You did. And did you pump? Yes, I I actually <laughs> all the breastfeeding posts on It's Like They Know Us are coming from a place of I don't know, a dark place <laughs> um, because that was really hard for us. And that the whole second month of her life, I exclusively pumped because we had so many problems that it just, it wasn't working. And I was a frequent flyer at the lactation, you know, consultant's office. And, um, I think they finally said, why, why don't you just do this for a while and, and see if some of this stuff works itself out as she gets older and, and, you know, so, um, and so if your pumping sessions were not you in like a brightly lit <laughs> white room um, with a flat tummy and um, smiling. Mm -hmm. um, what was it? What Describe what it was really like. Oh, I could give you a few different vignettes of pumping. Pumping at work was I have a, a half hour for lunch. So pumping uh, in one of the the little kind of their practice rooms off of my classroom, which I share. So in there with 30 five choir kids on the other side of the door asking the teacher what that sound was mm. um, <laughs> coming out of the room. And so I would try to turn on the radio really loud or, or you know, like do something else so that they couldn't hear it and they wouldn't ask. Um, well, I tried to cram food in my face and answer emails. So, yeah. Um, why do you think it's been so popular? I just I, I'm I mean, I'm new to parenting. And I, I think that with having access to the internet, it's fantastic because, you know, there, there are a million different sources on how should I get my baby to go to sleep. But at the same time, there's a million different sources and they all are very adamant that you need to do it a certain way unless you really want to screw up your kid, you know? <laughs> um, so, I mean, fine, do what you want if you want to mess up your baby forever. So, that feels like a lot of pressure. And that is all kind of piled on top of the stress of being a new parent and being hormonal and exhausted and recovering physically. And then, you know, if you've got a medical need or your baby has a medical need, there's just so much going on at that time that then when you see this happy picture, um, <laughs> you know, something kind of snaps in you <laughs> because, um, that's, you know, obviously really far from the truth. And I think it's, it's healthy and it's, it's cathartic to look at it and 
and poke fun at it and all acknowledge together that, no, this isn't how it is. And it kind of makes us all feel a little bit better, right? Misery loves company. Um, and also it's funny. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think you're really hitting on something because I think, I mean, like the reason I started The Longest Shortest Time is that um, I think that, you know, there's there's so much divisiveness in mainstream parenting media. And like what really I find that moms really want is to be brought together and to and because they feel so vulnerable and they want to yes. feel like they're not alone. Um, and I think that what you're doing is like a fantastic comedic way of bringing moms together. Well, and the other thing, because I, I was thinking about this because there's been a lot of talk about it's like they know us and you know, a crusade for, for media literacy and, and honesty and advertising. And, um, I was thinking about that in regards to this because a lot of these pictures, and I mean, I do pick ridiculous ones. I mean, I'm not picking, there are some out there that aren't so bad, but those aren't as fun to look at. So, you know, I think with normal images in the media, we've had our lives to grow up and look at them and process that that's not the way things are. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, everybody's not a Victoria's Secret model. And we know that, mm -hmm. you know, we've had time to think about it and, and know that that's not real. But with parenting imagery, we're a lot of us looking at that for the first time and comparing, does this look like what my life looks like? And, you know, when you pile on, like I said, the other things that are happening, you're not sleeping and you're not thinking straight and, you know, your days and nights all blend together. It kind of, it kind of gets to you a little bit. And, and for me, I can think of like a couple of specific instances where it, it actually did get to me a little bit. Um, and so that's not, you know, that's not what we want to be doing for new moms, what would it be like if all stock photos of parenthood were realistic? <laughs> they probably wouldn't do very well. I mean, big stock photos, they wouldn't do very well. Because, I, I mean, there's still something that we're trying to sell here, ultimately. No, oh, I don't know um, if they were all realistic. That'd be really interesting. And I wonder, I don't know, I wonder if we'd get desensitized to that even. You know, because right now it's so it's so nice to see something that's honest, you know, like the picture of somebody's kid it tore apart their house or put diaper cream all over the crib or whatever. I wonder if, you know, that would all just become noise if they were all realistic. Do you think people would be like, that's depressing. I have enough of that in my daily life as it is. Yeah, maybe we would rebel against the realistic pictures and be like, oh, I need some I need an ideal. Like, can I just look at something nice for a change? Yeah, can I escape? <laughs> right, right. Give me something That's else. That's why I turn to the Internet. Exactly. Yeah, I don't I don't want to look at my crappy life. Give me something better. Sarah Given lives in Columbus, Ohio. You can find her blog, It's Like They Know Us, at itsliketheyknowus.tumblr.com. She updates the site regularly, and she also takes submissions. So send her your favorite stock photo of parenthood with a snarky caption, and it could wind up on her blog. We've got examples of some of our favorites posted on our website, longestshortesttime.com. Also, we thought it'd be fun to engage you guys in a little game here. So we want to see what photos of real-life parenthood look like. So here's what you do. 
find pictures in your photo library or take new pictures of real life with your kids and post them to Twitter or Instagram with the hashtag #RealStockPhotos. Again, that's real stock photos. We'll be picking our favorites and posting them on our blog. Um, but for now, you can check out one of my real-life family pictures. You can find it on the blog post for this episode at longestshortesttime.com on episode number 43. This podcast is a production of The Longest Shortest Time and WNYC. The show is produced by me, Hilary Frank, and Joanna Solitaroff. Jim Briggs is our engineer. Our theme music is by The Batteries Duo. Special thanks to Chris Bannon, Peter Clowney, and Danielle Robinson. Remember to subscribe to our show in iTunes, even if that's not how you listen. And while you're there, write us a review. I'll be back with a new episode in two weeks at three o'clock in the morning. That one's about a mom who has to pack up all of her family's stuff every other week and move her toddler to a new city. Hear that story six hours earlier than everyone else, so at 9 p.m. Tuesday night, by subscribing to our newsletter. You can sign up at our website, and I'll send you a, a secret link. And as always, if you have a story that you'd like me to consider for this podcast, go to longestshortesttime.com and submit your story. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.